Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, what's up, all you wonderfully wicked people? I'm Ben. And I'm Nicole. And I'm very sick. And you're listening to Wicked and Grim, a true crime podcast. Warning, the following podcast contains graphic content and material intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, well, funny story. You kind of jinxed us, Nicole, with the yeah, sick thing. This is all my fault. Literally, just the other day, Nicole's like, hey, Ben, what happens if one of us ends up getting sick? Because, well, clearly this is a podcast. It's predominantly voice mm-hmm. dependent. And here you are with damn near no voice. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. Um, But you guys will definitely notice a difference. And I might not like be quite as chatty because I don't want to yeah, you gotta- lose it. You got to kind of keep that voice healthy. Yeah. So I might be doing some heavy lifting today as far as the talking goes, which I, I'm going to try and which do my best. I feel like is lots of times the case anyway. What? But my voice is very raspy. Is it sexy? I mean, you could definitely be on one of those like phone sex hotlines. Ooh. Hi, this is Nicole. How can I help you tonight? What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> you should do it. Maybe make some money that way. We got the audio equipment. Yeah, and then I tell him to hang on for five minutes because I'm coughing up a lung. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there might be some coughing fits. I'm going to try and cut out as many as I can, but mm-hmm. I also have to go to work in like an hour and a half. So we'll see how much editing I can actually do in that time. Well, I do have like a ginger lemon tea, so I think that's going to help me. I think so. I think we'll be okay. I think you can power through it. I think I can do yeah. it. You're you're a pretty wicked person. So. Yeah. No grim, just wicked. Just wicked. <laughs> You're a wicked person with a grim illness in your throat. Yeah. Not COVID, by the way. Not no, COVID. I know. We probably should say that. It's just like a typical cold that I get every year. But I did like let my times. guard down because I feel like no one really gets this these colds because they're wearing masks and using hand sanity. But I'm like double vaccinated. So I was like, let my guard down. And then instantly, boom. Sick. You're sick. Welcome to Sick City. So now I'm going back to wearing my mask and being like, don't touch me. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> okay, well, let's dive into this right away. You can sit back, drink on your lemon ginger tea. Yeah, entertain me. I will entertain you. I'll do my best. Okay. Okay, so have you ever heard of the name Amy Carlson? No, can't say I have. Have you ever heard of the religious group Love Has One? No. No. Well, this religious group is essential. They don't claim to be, but it's it's basically a cult. Okay. So we're going to dive into the cult. Love has won and how Amy became the founding leader and what she claims God. That sounds awesome. Cults are kind of like intriguing. It is. I, see, I really like those mystery sort of things, but this is also like one of those, anything that gets you thinking Mm -hmm. and you can like try and understand psychology or mysteries or 
gets your thought process going. This is very thought provoking. So I like this one specifically for that. And this is an ongoing case as well. Oh. So we're fit. We're, it's almost completely resolved. Almost. Okay. Um, however, things like um, without giving away too much, there's some uh, sentencing, I guess, that's still up for debate oh, and such. Okay. So. so should those names have ring a bell? Uh, Is it's it a, something that's like in the news and stuff? It's been very prominent this spring when it oh, came okay. came to light more so. Okay. But Amy has also appeared on Dr. Phil. Oh. There's an entire episode of Dr. Phil. I watched the whole thing. It's very interesting. Uh, of course, that's down in the description. You can check out the link on there to, on YouTube. So. No, I can't say I really watched Dr. Phil. So. Yeah. Well, watch this episode. I tried to not... Uh, you know, just copy all the answers and mm-hmm. quotes right from Dr. Phil. So I left some explanation stuff to that episode. So if you go watch it, you'll you'll uh, hear some different perspectives and stuff than we talk about today. But we're definitely going to okay. cover similar things. Cool. Awesome. Okay. So let's dive into this. The story of Amy Carlson and the religious movement that became known as Love Has Won. It first off takes place in Creston, Colorado, where Love Has Won begins okay uh, now creston itself actually has a population it's pretty small of around like a hundred people um the last population Whoa. count i saw was in 2019 of like 86 people so it's lo- that's super small super small town it's kind of like our hickson just south of, of, of us sort yeah. of thing but i mean there's there's of course other cities and towns around it right um but the area around creston has a tendency to attract fairly decent flow of tourists despite it being fairly small um, because Creston is situated just kind of between, kind of above uh, two very specific well-known locations. Uh, one, the San Luis Valley, and two, the Great Sand Dunes National Park in Colorado. Okay. So the sand dunes, first off, are like super crazy because it's literally like giant sand dunes that just pop out of nowhere in the middle of the state of Colorado. Um, at the base of the dunes, there's this uh, seasonal creek that flows and it creates like these cool little beaches along the along the dunes so you basically have these like cool desert sand dunes with beaches at the bottom oh that sounds really nice and then among them like in behind there's mountains there's trails there's views it's like a crazy place huh like it, it's somewhere that like shouldn't exist it doesn't make sense why there's yeah. these sand dunes there that sounds really cool though um and then the san luis valley also referred to as mystic san luis valley uh, is a place that's well known for its spiritual connections. Some believe there are energy vortexes uh, throughout the whole area, which can bring people closer to earth, um, each other, you know, and then there's various claims in these spiritual connections hmm. and that sort of thing. Um, you can really dive deep into a rabbit hole going through that sort of um, theory type mm-hmm. thing. So, which is where I start to get my rocks off sort of thing because I get to ask questions and learn these sort of things. Right. But I don't cover that too much. I'm going to leave that for you guys to research if you want. Um, but the Valley is also a hotspot for UFO sightings. Oh gosh. Okay. This sounds like kind of like a sweet place. Like it's, there's lots going on here. Yeah. Um, it's one of actually the top places in the USA to witness such activity. Wow. Okay. So you have spiritual connections, UFO sightings, and like, landmarks that just don't make sense that they're there so this all combined has people really believing that this is a very very special place with connections Mm. to earth or the universe or whatever you want to say yeah so um yeah that's kind of the area but before amy was actually drawn to the location of crest in colorado she led quite a normal life 
um, as a younger child. And she grew up in Dallas, Texas within a good home. And she did very well in school. She was described to her, um, by her sister as very sweet. Uh, she had apparently a very nice singing voice. She got really good grades, that sort of stuff. Um, but as she grew up, clearly she began to have some sort of life struggles, uh, as she had been married three times by her early twenties. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a little abnormal. Yeah. Nothing, not that there's anything wrong with being married three times, but yeah, at a young age, right? It, it's definitely not typical. Usually yeah. people are, if they're getting married at a younger age, they're usually experiencing their first marriage by their early twenties. Yeah. So maybe she was just quick to get married instead of maybe. Like just boyfriend, girlfriend for a bit. Yeah. Maybe jump on the gun, maybe searching for something. I don't mm -hmm. know. That's up for debate. That's who knows, right? Yeah. Uh, she also grew into becoming a mother. Uh, she had three kids with three different partners. I couldn't find if it was with each husband specifically, but she had three different kids with three different partners and three different marriages. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to assume it's one with each, maybe that's my assumption, but I couldn't find the facts on that. Anytime you look up, uh, Amy Carlson or love has one immediately you find article after article after article on kind of the resolution of this story. So it's really hard to find a lot prior to. Oh, okay. So regardless of that, she grew into becoming a mother. Um, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't really a lifestyle that fit her so much. Uh, maybe just the increasing stress and pressure. Um, her mom actually described her on the Dr. Phil episode specifically. So it's complete quote from her that she's not a very maternal mother. Oh, so she didn't really have a good connection with her kids. She wasn't really playing that role, wasn't doing her thing. Kind of kind of distant, I think, is the best way to describe it. Interesting. And like you were really close with your mom. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty important connection for a lot of people. If it's available, of course. Yeah. I think like it's more normal to be, um, to probably be a mother with a ma maternal instinct or connection or whatever than not, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to tell people how they should raise their kids, mm -hmm. but if you can be there for your kid, I mean, that's going to give you some awesome person points, especially if you're going to be a spiritual person. Maybe karma is going to be on your end. Yeah. You know, don't be a dick. But that's I've also heard sometimes it doesn't come naturally. Oh, That yeah. it's something that you like kind of learn as you're like bringing, bringing up the child, right? So. Which kind of sucks because you hear so many people saying, oh, the moment you hold your kids in your arms, like when you first give birth, it just all makes sense. It's all so magical and beautiful. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm sure there are those magical and beautiful moments, but you're now just got this life to look after. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of um, fiction surrounding how beautiful it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I there's a lot there, of struggles. There could probably be a whole lot, of, mostly a lot of holy shit moments. Like. Yeah. So especially for someone going through three marriages mm -hmm. with three kids, with three separate fathers. And being kind of young. And being kind of young. There is a lot of stress. There's going to be a lot of holy shit. There's yeah. going to be a lot of soul searching, trying to find yourself, where you should be, what you should be doing. That's a lot of fucking pressure to put on a person. Totally, actually. So. Now I feel bad for her. <laughs> she definitely went through some shit as far as that sort of stress and life situation. Uh, so because of all that, like soon Amy began to act a little bit more strange. Wasn't quite so normal as she was, uh, like she was when she was a child. Okay. Um, she would go on rants, uh, about various topics, including bizarre things like higher callings, powers, that sort of thing. So she was getting into that very spiritual life and a lot of her family thought that maybe she was going a little bit too far into it. 
Oh, okay. So when you said rants, I was gonna be like, "Is she you?" But you don't <laughs> rant about those kind of things, so we're okay. I rant about people cutting me <laughs> off on the highway because they're being dicks. Yeah. I rant about little things. Littler things, yeah. <laughs> uh, so as it would turn out, though, Amy had turned away from the real world, quote unquote, real world. Uh, like many of us, though, she found an escape online. Uh, it was 2006 when Amy met someone online who was a part of a group called the Galactic Federation of Life. And he called himself, quote unquote, Father God. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So Amy claims she was called upon around this time for a higher purpose by angels. Okay. They told her she must leave her life. She must leave her life as a mother of three. Oh, boy. Uh, as a restaurant manager, she, her family, uh, and she must drop it all and go join Father God. And if she didn't do it, there'd be no one else who'd be able to step forward. Uh. So she weighed her options. So she says for a few days and decided that it's something that she must do. And she left. Okay. But that doesn't sound quite right, but okay. I agree. She left without a goodbye to her kids. Oh, wow. Who were approximately the age two, seven, and 12 oh, at the boy. time. Yikes. That's she didn't sad. say anything to her current husband. Oh, okay. Uh, she just left to meet, quote unquote, Father God in Colorado. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So together, the two took the rather minuscule group known as the Galactic Federation of Light and changed it into the group known as Love Has One. And okay. Amy Carlson became Mother God. Oh. So she was pretty much the, the founder of Love Has One. Um, we're going to dive into the good stuff here now that we got this established it's kind of a dope title though i'll give it that i'll, I'll give it that too it's it's catchy <laughs> well, mother god father god like I yeah don't and, know. and love has won yeah uh, most mostly though like the the followings the disciples whatever you want to say within love has won the group the community the cult uh would refer to them as mom or father like those sort of things they wouldn't say mother god they would refer to him just strictly as like mom or mother generally Okay, but isn't that slightly ironic, being that she didn't have any maternal instincts? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, I, just, I just had to say something about that. If, if I recall correctly, uh, Dr. Phil kind of goes over that a little bit yeah. on his episode. He questions her on that. Well, that's interesting. Uh, so, yeah. Now, Amy was uh, playing the founding leader and everything, the role of Love Has Won. Uh, they began posting on YouTube daily with live streams, uh, some videos, uh, and they would spread their, their new age beliefs and they would cast doubt on like established science and mainstream spirituality, um, kind of preaching their own ways as being the correct way and everything else is wrong. Okay. Uh, the videos actually became, or became to get great traction on, on the internet within the spiritual community. Uh, and it began to spread not like wildfire, but it began to spread pretty, pretty decent. Like they were getting okay. quite a bit of views, quite a bit of people turning their attention to them within the community. Um, and many people around the world actually believed that Amy was mother of all creation and then that hmm. she was God. Wow. For someone who needed to do soul searching herself, that's like, I don't know, this is this all my brain's turning. <laughs> the it's wheels a, are turning. It's such an interesting situation because she goes from 
such stress and pressure of life on her. Yeah. And I think that she turns the tables and she's putting her own stress and stress and pressure on other people because life was telling her this is what you need to do you got to take care of your kids you got to have the job you got to maybe not have three divorces or three marriages by the time you're early 20s and she turns around and saying this is how you have to live life you have to love you have to do what i say i am god listen to me Mm -hmm. so it became this rather than everyone's telling her what to do she's telling what everyone needs to do interesting wild okay Amy and her followers claimed, this is where stuff really gets weird. We're getting into her godlike divinity. Good. I want to hear it. Uh, She claimed that she had experienced a total of 534 reincarnations, which she she has full recollection of each one, and that she has been alive for 19 billion years. Okay. Uh, among the people she claims uh, to have lived in past lives and being reincarnated as, she claims she was previously Marilyn Monroe. Oh, wow. Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, and of course, Jesus. Holy. Uh, she remembers every moment very vividly of being crucified on the cross, even. How did she just like all of a sudden remember all this stuff? She's Mother God. She just always has been. The angels called upon her and I... Well, and it's interesting, like, the figure she is saying that she was, too. Like, very Mm -hmm. powerful. Yeah. Like, I don't think one person would be all of those things at one time. Well, that's the thing. She's casting herself as God, and she's reincarnating herself as these people. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to reincarnate myself as a new individual, and I'm going to be powerful. So it's like a previously decided thing, Hmm. almost like what she's portraying. Uh, She also claimed, this one really gets to me because I have a soft spot for this individual. So it's like, don't fuck with this person. I'll I'll come cut you. Who is it? Uh, She claims that as soon as Robin Williams passed away, his spirit immediately came to her and frequently talks to her and acts as a guide. Okay, you do love Robin Williams. I fucking love that man. Well, yeah. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah, it was unfortunate. So she's... The, the claims are outlandish. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, how do you just claim? Like, of all people, like, you just, oh, yeah, Robin Williams is a guide for me, but yet you're God? Well, because she has the power to be able to do that. So she's just, like, doing that, like, having fun. Yeah, exactly. And she's getting all these followers around her from her live streams daily on YouTube, uh, from people who are joining her. I, I want to avoid calling it a cult throughout this episode as much as I can, although I strictly believe it's a cult. But I just don't want to... I want to give it the the credibility of them having a group because they're, 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 I don't know. I don't want you guys to immediately think that this is a cult. I want you to make your own decision. So okay. I want to try and call it a group. So all these people within the group just giving her the satisfaction, doing her every demand, saying she is God and what she says goes no matter what. Mm-hmm. So she says Robin Williams there. Oh, Robin Williams is there. Interesting. She can make those claims. Yeah. They, wow. Okay. So not only does she claim to be divine in age and experience, uh, she also claims to be able to spiritually heal people, including severe diseases such as cancers. Really? Of which she spiritually healed over 100,000 people. Holy shit. Um, I want some evidence. Yeah, there is no evidence. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. Dang. <laughs> um. 
a claim of an ability that her followers fully support. Dr. Phil actually breaks down the numbers on his episode too. He's like, okay, if you've healed X amount of people since you've started this, like 100,000 since 2006 when this started, that would be like almost 200 people a day. And she's like, yeah. How does she have the time to do that? I don't know. Or is she just sitting on the couch and like manifesting it up somewhere? Um, Does she have to visit? Oh, am I jumping? Kind of, but not really. I'll just say it here instead. What happens is there's there's some people who joined the group and then had left and such. And there's one claim that she doesn't actually heal all herself. That what happens is that you'll get a phone call from someone who's a part of the group and they will follow a script given by Mother God who will heal you. (laughs) What? Okay, then. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, this is a really hard story to tell because there's a lot of jumping back and forth. So I'm, I'm trying to stay as linear as possible, but stay with me here. We got some more information we'll touch on with that in a minute. Uh, so Love has won and his followers continue to grow. Um, and his disciples never really seem to have a fixed set of beliefs specifically. Um, instead, they practiced and preached a fluid ideology of New Age f- uh, physiology uh, conspiracy theories, spiritual and Messiah worship. The Messiah, of course, being Amy, mother of God or mother okay. God or whatever. Yeah. Um, they basically just, Amy said stuff and they're just like, yeah, that. They just made it up as they went is essentially how it works. Kate, does she almost have more power than father God then? Uh, or yes. you're just kind of chatting about her more? Uh, Amy went through multiple father gods, actually. Really? Yes. Okay. So the father God that she joined with um, he ended up leaving or she kicked him out. I couldn't find exactly that. Oh, there was okay. a couple names that popped up of people who were Father God, but I couldn't find information on how they left or what. Um, but yeah, she went through multiple Father Gods and she was mm-hmm. just Mother God the whole time. I literally can't stop thinking about how cool it would actually be, though, to be able to like cure cancer like that. If it was possible. If it was possible. Yeah. But yeah, that's sensitive stuff there. You don't fuck with that. No. I mean, someone could literally be fully believing in you. Yeah. Thinking they have, like, they're going to be healed. They have stage four fucking cancer or something. And they're like, oh, she's going to save me. They put mm-hmm. all their faith in you. And she's just like, you get a phone call from fucking Steve who. Read some script. Who, yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm healed now. And your family's like, what the fuck? You should be doing chemo. No, mother's got me. Yeah. What the fuck? You're you're fucking with people's lives here. You are. <laughs> yeah. So it's no longer just a power trip. It's it's getting into other people. It yeah, it's crazy. So the group continued gaining uh, such support that they moved through a few places, including Colorado, Oregon, California, Florida, um, and at one point even for a short period of time, Hawaii. Uh, they continued to spread the word of their group and tried to stay in appealing locations, you know, painting the picture of beautiful oasis filled with love, spirituality. Um, and members literally began to drop their lives uh, to go be with Amy and love has one and experience mother God. They would donate money. Uh, there's claims of hundreds of thousands of dollars being in their bank accounts. Oh, wow. They would get donations from live streams. They would get uh, merch that they would sell on their website and such. It's just, it seems like a giant scam. People just trying to search for a better life because they're not happy with their own. Yeah, and they're, they're taking advantage of that. Yeah. Fully taking advantage of that. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, 
fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So through their community, however, members were put through trials. When you get there, it's not this oasis that you're painted pictures with. Um, they're put to work doing labor for long days on the current, whatever current property they were staying really? on. Um, with little or no breaks. Holy, I don't know why that surprises me. The claim was every moment you spent resting is spiritual energy you're taking from Mother God, and that causes her pain. Oh my God, that's so bullshit. That is so bullshit. Um, after all, she is God, and she is forced to live in this fleshy human vessel. <laughs> uh, and and she's just not freaking resting all day, probably while everyone's doing work. Most definitely. We'll get into that in a second okay. here, though. Uh, so if you were caught ever sitting down, resting at all, you were immediately harassed by the people around you. Like you're stealing energy wow. from another god sort of thing. Um, and you're not a true believer. Like you are harassed by your peers that you don't truly belong here. So this just sounds so awful. It's brutal. You're trying to devote yourself to something you believe in. And you're getting harassed to give more and more and more consistently. It's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, they use serious mental games here, like serious mental games. Like I said, like it's, you're being harassed consistently. Uh, they're trying to prove that like what you're doing is just wrong. Uh, so if you keep going, keep working, you're working to exhaustion. Um, but you don't get to sleep really. Imagine you're working tirelessly, giving yourself all this devoted energy. You're exhausted. You're physically tired. You're going to want to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Well, typically you're made to sleep. Stay up to like midnight or later working, doing whatever bidding it might be. But no matter how late you stay up, you woke up at 5 a.m. Seriously. Seriously. So you might only get three, four hours sleep, but you get up at 5 a.m. and you do it all over again. And if you don't, more harassment. These people must be like so exhausted. So exhausted. They're using sleep deprivation. They're using mental games. They're using physical exhaustion. It's brutal. So now, like you said, Amy's most likely kicking it back in a couch somewhere. Mm -hmm. All while this is happening, Amy is nowhere in sight. She sits in her room away from all the work. And when you arrive, because people are expecting and wanting to see Mother God or Mom, right? Of course. It takes you weeks before you ever actually get to see her. Because you have to prove yourself, prove you're worthy sort of thing. Wow. So when people did finally get to see Amy, she was in her room. Uh, she was with her chosen few disciples around her, which I read contradicting numbers somewhere anywhere between like seven to 20 different people who were a little close-knit group with her. Okay. Uh, when you see her, uh, she's this frail, skinny little woman. Uh, she said that she was paralyzed and couldn't even go to the bathroom by herself without assistance. And she even claimed on Dr. Phil that she has stage five cancer. Stage, stage five, five cancer. cancer a thing? No, it doesn't exist. Dr. Phil asked her, he's like, what, what's stage five cancer? Yeah, because I was like, I only heard it going up to stage four. Yeah, stage four is, is throughout the body. And she's like, stage five is to the bone. So she just made that shit up. She just made that shit up. Was she actually on Dr. Phil herself? Yeah, she was. I mean, she wasn't on the show physically, but she was Skyping in. 
Oh, jeez. So. I want to watch this for sure. So I want to see what she looks like. But you'll be put, putting that on Insta. Definitely. Yeah. So there's two things, though, that I draw from this. Uh, one, this may have played more into the idea of spiritual energy being taken from Mother God because um, it causes her pain, right? Like you go in, you see this frail woman. Oh, we aren't working hard enough. Like we got to oh. take the pain away from her. Though I don't, I personally don't think she's faking any ailments, but I okay. do think it would have played into that hand. Well, how old is she even? Like she's probably youngish. Um, You know, that's a good question. I never actually looked up her age. I think she's around in her 40s, if I'm correct. So why is she like this tiny frail woman? Uh, I don't think she's faking ailments. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. Go to the gym. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, like maybe she needs to, or she should go do some of that work to like get some muscle. Maybe. And, maybe. Yeah. Um, and two, why doesn't she just heal herself? Oh, I never even went there. Like, and there, there's several times that question's been asked. Like I've, I've gone through Reddit. I've gone through different interviews and stuff. I've never seen a straight answer to it. Never. Oh, well, I bet she would just put something out there like, oh, she could only heal others, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, one of these people who dropped their life to join Love Has One, uh, apparently their energy wasn't compatible with them. So he drops his life. He donates, I think it was like ten to $15,000. Wow. And he goes and joins them and he spends a couple days working. And they're like, yeah, his energy doesn't match ours. Um, and he was abandoned by the rest of the group after only two days. And he was left on the far side of a near mountain and was found a day later um, by police wandering naked on private property. He was disoriented, confused, and thought he was in the fifth dimension. Um, the belief by his family is that he was drugged and left yeah. for dead on the other side of the mountain. It kind of sounds like that. And yeah. they probably took the donation money. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. The, I, I'm not saying the man's name because he's, he clearly he's not in the group anymore and he's quite embarrassed about, you know, being uh, taken by these people and what he went through and everything. Um, but yeah, they, they lost like ten fifteen thousand $15,000 and the, he went through this ordeal. It's just ridiculous. Okay. That sounds so brutal. Yeah. Like so brutal. So brutal. So one thing I haven't really talked much about yet, um, like I said, I'm going to be bouncing back and forth a bit because it's hard to stay linear on this. Um, the YouTube videos and live streams. The daily live streams that were posted uh, to Love Has Won, um, there's a lot, and I mean like a lot of shady shit that goes on in these videos. Okay. Uh, I watched some. There's a major rabbit hole. I do suggest you taking a look into it, but it's a major rabbit hole. You'll Don't go too deep. Are they like still up or like still doing them daily and stuff? No, I couldn't find their YouTube videos. Oh, okay. But I did find like reposts and that yeah. sort of stuff. So, um, they, in these videos, they literally lose whatever credibility they may have had in my mind. I can't comprehend why someone would see them as a spiritual group to start with, let alone divine. Somewhere, somewhere you'd want to be part of or something you'd yeah. want to be part of. Oh, definitely not. Huh. Amy is often seen either very drunk or very high. Really? There is consistent drinking and drug use. The ref, they refer to mushroom trips um, and Mother God's mushroom vis visions very frequently. Interesting. Uh, however, when confronted by the question, uh, they just simply deny, deny, deny. There's literal videos of 
these two followers of hers, very close followers that were interviewed on Dr. Phil, uh, there's a video of them denying ever even using mushrooms or being around mushrooms. No one in the group uses it. And then there's videos of them talking about their mushroom trips. <laughs> like what? That's weird, eh? Uh, it's literally compulsive lying. And yeah. I think that's what's, what keeps this group going is they just make shit, shit up as they go. It's compulsive lying to make themselves feel better for whatever reason. Maybe they're coming from really dark backgrounds, but there's lying that's going on for whatever reason to make themselves feel better about being in this higher position. And I don't think it's to the point that they're doing it on purpose. I think they literally believe their own lies. Hmm. Wow. Which so is scary. Like she just got them like so wrapped around her finger and her beliefs. Yes. But I also think it got to the point where she didn't have control of them anymore either. Oh, really? Everyone was just so wrapped up in it that it was just this entity on its own. The group was an entity on its own operating and it's so hard. It's so hard to describe and so fucked huh. up. Okay. Like I'll, I'll touch a little bit on that yeah. a little bit later. Cause there's something specific that, that I touch about that. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyways. Okay. Where am I at here? Oh, here we are. Okay. So there's a video that I watched specifically uh, where they claim heart attacks are not real. They claim that it's quote unquote, the dark side that fooled you into believing them. Wow. Um, that feeling a heart attack is actually your heart growing and you are filling up with more love. Meanwhile, you're like actually dying. Yeah. So they strictly say to their followers and these people on this live stream, do not go to the doctor because they won't help you. What? Just, just breathe through it. It's your heart growing. People are, will die. Yeah. So back to Amy though, how I said this entity is like, well, clearly with heart attack bullshit, they're just making shit up. Uh, but Amy specifically, um, she's often, like I said, very intoxicated on something during these live streams. Um, she's also seen ranting, yelling, cursing, belittling her followers, claiming very, or saying really harsh names to them. Oh, Consistently, she refers to them as whores okay. very often. Um, she continues with the psychological manipulation, gets what she wants from her followers, including money. There's even a video where she's like demanding uh, this one person, she's like, I had a vision of chicken parmesan and you fucking brought me meatballs. Like, what the f Like, what the fuck? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Is she like smart? No, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, no. I thought I was at one point. That's going to be later. So I'm going to touch on that whole entity being wrapped up in its own shit. She doesn't okay. have control here in a bit. So the man who... Who's, there was a man whose son who's actually living inside the residence of Love Has One when they were back in Colorado uh, this spring. So 2021. And he was inside the residence. Uh, this son was very young, kind of almost being held captive sort of thing. It's really shady, uh, shady on how this is being described. I think this father was kind of being a part of this, wanting to be a part of the group. And they were holding his son, trying to get the son to be spiritual or something. Anyways. Mm -hmm. It almost uh, seems like all of them are held captive in a way. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and the man reported there being a dead body inside Love Has One's location. Okay. So immediately there were police, got a search warrant and entered the house. And inside they found something that they did not expect. So what this, is it? <laughs> this was, I believe, April 28th when they entered the house. Like of 2021. Of 2021. Okay. So, so this past April. Like that's, yeah. 
just a little ways away or back. Yeah. So when they entered the house, upon a makeshift shrine was Amy's lifeless, mummified body. She was wrapped in a sleeping bag and decorated with Christmas lights. Her eyes were missing, and around her hollowed-out eye sockets was glittery eye makeup. Really? Yeah. Seven people were arrested inside the house and charged with, quote-unquote, abusing a corpse. <laughs> they were worshipping the corpse, right? They wrapped it up. And... Yeah. I mean, they probably didn't think they were abusing it in any way. Oh, they definitely didn't. Huh. They were worshipping God as far as they knew. Which, like I said, it's this group that's out of control. They're just making shit up. That's it's so wild that she's dead. Yeah. So it was actually thought that Amy had died sometime in early March. So that would leave her dead for about two months before she was found. So they had her body worshipping it on a shrine for wow, two months. Wow, the visuals coming from this. Interesting. Yeah. So they just continued to worship her. They were so far gone from reality that her death literally meant nothing to them. And like, I bet a lot of people even in the group, quotation mark group, didn't even know she was dead. No, she was, that she just left her vessel. She's oh, God. Okay. She just went to another plane, another dimension. Re reincarnation. Yeah. Yeah. So they were just worshiping what was, what she left behind as far as they were concerned. Making shit up again. Wow. Wow. So we're still waiting on the autopsy report on Amy's body, um, which should be coming out soon. Uh, there are some speculations um, as malnutrition being a cause, maybe why she was so skinny. Um, overdosing. Mm-hmm. Um, alcohol poisoning. Like she was probably like an addict. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and heavy metal poisoning as well is also a theory um, from quote-unquote health potions that the group frequently sold. Oh, jeez. Um, and many other, who knows, undiagnosed uh, health issues. Because Amy never saw a doctor. Uh, why would she? She's why divine, would she? After yeah. All. She's divine. However, this is where I said she didn't, I don't think she really had power over the group anymore. It was the group was its own entity and just whatever the group decided was the loudest voice kind of got it, right? This is really fucked up. It was about a year ago on one live stream video, two of her disciples, the same two that were on the Dr. Phil episode being interviewed. Okay. Um, they were talking about her being ill, hence why she's so frail, being paralyzed, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And she's asking to be brought in to see doctors, but they refuse to take her. They refuse to take Amy in to see the doctors. They said that doctors would be so perplexed by her and that they would just try and hijack her in some, and do some crazy shit to her. And so they told her, absolutely not. Wow. But like, but that's probably because she's told people that in the past. Yeah. But so they were like learning from her and literally not letting her get the help she needed. Yeah. And it got so out of control that she didn't have power anymore. The group Holy itself shit. had power. The loudest voice in the group is what's going to have the power. If someone stands up and says, this is what it is, this is how it is, this is love, and they just rally enough people behind them, very much so like how Hitler fucking rallied Germany mm -hmm. into a fucking world war, it's the same thing. It's manipulation. Whoever has the most power within the group to manipulate the others is going to have say. These two girls... I think are very high on that list for the manipulation within the group. 
Oh, like the two that didn't let her get help? Yes. Are females? Yes. I believe they go by the name Hope and Aurora. They're interviewed on the Dr. Phil. They're... Oh, okay. Yes. I don't know why, but I just pictured men for some reason. No, it's two females. They're, I would say they're probably like late 20s, mid 20s, very young, but they seem to be very like very loud and opinionated and i don't want to paint a bad picture for anyone who's who aligns this way but they're very stereotypical um far left wing or i guess far right wing but those people who are just very loud and opinionated my way is the right way yeah they seem like those kind of people who are just like no if you're against me you're wrong which i honestly like I don't know, unpopular opinion. Well, maybe yeah. not, but I don't like people like that. <laughs> but the thing is, Amy was very much like that too. Yeah. And the whole way, if you're not against me or if you're not with me, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. You're against me. And I people think- People are allowed to have other opinions. Yeah. But she just recruited people who had a louder voice than her. Hmm. And I think it bit her in the ass in the end. So are they like the ones that are up on trial then? Basically? I don't know if there there's no trial yet, as far as I'm aware, other than being arrested for um, the desecration of a corpse or whatever. Is it just those two arrested? Sorry. Today. There were seven people total. Seven people. Yeah. Okay. And wow. as of right now, we're still waiting for the autopsy report on Amy. Why is so, that taking so long? I don't know. But, I mean, once the autopsy report comes out, we could find that uh, murder was involved. Someone else could have been saying, like, I want to be Mother God and taking her out. It could oh, have been malnutrition okay. that she wasn't taken care of. It could have been that she had cancer. We don't know. We're at the point where we're just waiting for the autopsy report. And yeah. it's been a few months, so I would assume that it's going to be coming out fairly soon. Like, just the, the picture that you painted, this whole thing just sounds so undesirable to me that it's almost shocking that, like, they got people. I don't know how they did. Because, like I said, in their live streams, they're they're ranting, they're raving, they're they're drugged up, they're drunk. There's there's live stream videos of them trying to uh, reform these kids who haven't really been disciplined, who, of parents who are now coming into the group, and okay. they're putting them in timeout. They're just locking them in closets for a couple minutes. Oh my gosh, that's and like Dr. child Phil abuse. Goes over that, yeah. It's that's that's imprisonment. That's yeah. not timeout. Yeah. There's another video where Amy is seen. Uh, I wouldn't say beating her cat, but oh. she is seen shaking and holding her cat up no. with a scruff of the neck, being very aggressive with her animal. Oh, she's just a monster. Yeah. And she they do this on their live stream or did it on their live stream so openly and willingly. It's just like literally people wanting just the idea of a better life so strongly yeah. that they will almost just do anything. Yeah. And that's what this group took advantage of. There are other ways, my friends. <laughs> yeah. But again, I don't think, I mean, there is to some degree where they took advantage. Like, for example, spending money, fucking moving to Hawaii that was donated to you. Labor. Labor. But I do literally think that they believed their own lies. They would make up some fucking lie and say, yes, we are divine. We know. And they're just making it up and they, they believe it. They believe that they just know. Mm -hmm. So I think they're a victim of their own circumstance to a degree. However, they still fucking trash. Mm -hmm. They still did all this. They still roped people in and did some fucking weird, sick shit. Yeah, probably. And you, I mean, you named the one person that was embarrassed and stuff, but I bet yep. you there's so many more. I bet you there's so many more. Oh my goodness. So that's the story of Amy Carlson and the cult, as far as I'm concerned. Love has won.
And literally everyone's shutting off this podcast and going to the Dr. Phil <laughs> episode Definitely. now. Definitely. <laughs> It'll be linked below. It's It, it took two episodes because it was like two half episodes, but it's a pirated version on YouTube. I got down there. It's all stapled together. It's about an hour long. It wow. is worth the watch. That's so interesting. They talk with Amy's family, some of her followers. They talk with an author who's right into cult psychology and everything. They talk to Amy herself. It's It's an interesting episode. And her poor kiddos, they just popped in my head. Yeah. She has three kids. She does. Hmm. So. There you go. That is Love Has Won. And I I don't think in that sense, Love did not win. No. Yeah. Not at all. So. It's wild. Maybe you guys out there can stay wicked, but don't stay quite as wicked as this group. (laughs) Because they're fucked up. Yes. And we'll see you in the next episode when maybe Nicole's feeling a little bit better. Yeah, maybe my voice will be better. Yeah. Let's see. We got one week. Fingers crossed. Okay. All right. Well, until then. Peace. Stay wicked. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.